Guys, ladies and gents, welcome to the Pot of the Ghost Show. I'm your host, Raz. Today is February 9th, 2021. And this week, our theme is consistency. And today we're talking about podcasting 201. Okay. Podcast advice and tips for experienced podcasters, people who maybe have, you know, 30 or 40 episodes in, you have a sponsor, you have a budget, you want to, you want to, you enjoy it. You're getting some returns from it. So you want to invest in it. So that's what today's tip is for how to improve your podcast, take it to the next level. And that is today's idea. You know, today's topic is creating a process and why that's so important for podcasters so that you can save some time in editing and increase the amount of creativity you're you're able to add to your your podcast but also for podcast producers and studio owners who want to be able to serve more clients successfully want to be able to save time and make more money per hour all that comes to creating a process so the i don't know my one of the first business books i ever read one of my favorite business books something i read on a regular basis at least once a year listen to the audiobook is The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. I've been doing this in my first business, which was PRS, Personal Recycling Services. Personal Recycling Services. Crazy business. It was a corporation. We did it. Me and, my, me and two friends did it for a year. Uh, but now, things, uh, you know, it's crazy how the world goes full circle sometimes, and I'm still reading the book. Tremendous book. Once you recognize that the purpose of your life is not to serve your business, but that the primary purpose of your business is to serve your life. You can then go on. You can then go to work on your business rather than in it, with a full understanding of why it is absolutely necessary for you to do so. Second quote: Documentation provides your people with the structure they need and with the written account of how to get the job done in the most efficient way, in the most efficient and effective way. Both quotes from the E Myth Revisited. I left a link to the book. Uh, in the show notes and in the com, you know, in the description, if you want to check it out uh, again, the first quote, you can change business for podcasts, you know, just just swap the words out. You're not here to s- serve your podcast. Your podcast is created to serve you, to improve your life, to help you make a larger impact on the world. So that's that's key. And w- if you are a you know, this is podcast two on one. So if you're a producer, or if you're an experienced podcast, popular podcast, then you have to have documentation for how you do everything, you know. And now I'm I'm personally to the point where I have a process for my process, <laughs> you know, and that's that's what we're going to go over today. We're going to go over my process. For producing a podcast successfully and how I'm able to do it in a, the shortest amount of time possible uh, for the most clients so that they're happy and excited when they see my emails and not they don't have to email me first. Okay, so this is something I'm gonna. It's a ton of slides, so I'm gonna run through it really quick. I want to keep this a fairly short episode. So, number one is I record. I either use Zoom or I use VMix to record. The cool thing about using Zoom is that you can record separate tracks. Um, if you have a a, prof- a pro account with Zoom, you can record each person's audio in separate tracks. Separate tracks, and Zoom does a pretty good job of balancing out the audio. Anyway, uh, the only issue is that you have to worry about you know, background noise from people or people using a, you know, a, a microphone, a headset microphone and constantly hitting the mic and because they're, you know, animated and talk with their hands or, you know, just somebody on a on a laptop and they're sitting like super far back from it. So you can't, it's hard to hear them. So it's, it's just a lot of things to 
prep your people for. But I rec- first things first, I create a link on Zoom or I send a I record all these, the Potter Nego Show and VMix. It's more of a um professional multi-camera streaming uh software. But it's an amazing software, but it's it's definitely not something for a beginner. It's something for a producer who wants to produce a show uh for, for some clients. Next, after the recording is finished, I upload it to a Dropbox in a business Google Drive uh, account uh, labeled, un- you know, under the and I create a couple folders, one for the clients and then one for the specific episode. And I upload everything I have to that one from that specific episode, all the resources, all the the images, all the audio, all the video to that folder. So I have access to it. And so my editor can have access to it, which is what I do next is I share that folder with my editor. My editor is uh, Phil. Phil takes the recording. He, you know, he does it like usually a couple days before. So I have time to edit it and upload it and have it done in a, uh, you know, proper, you know, a reasonable amount of time for the client. So, yeah, so I share it on Trello under a specific card. And I, again, share all the resources, the unedited recording, the image, the images, the, the if there's a special guest, I put their photo in there. So anything that the client wants, I manage it in Trello just so we can both have access to it at all times. And they can see also another thing that clients love if you're producing, you're watching this or a studio or whatever. Uh, another thing that clients love is seeing the progress of a project, you know, rather than just having them, you know, hanging online or whatever. You know, they like to see that you're actually doing something with it and not, they're not going to be waiting and having to ask you, you know, how how's things going. So Trello allows you to do that and give your your clients access to it as well. So once Phil edits everything, I receive the edited interview also in Trello. For a lot of the clients, he also makes an audiogram, which is a short clip, which is like more more or less a teaser uh, for social media, so that people will you know it's, it's a it's clickbait in some ways, so that people can be watching it on LinkedIn and you know want to actually go listen to the podcast. So you know what the audiogram is. So I received the edit an interview in the way that the client likes it and that we like it with all the audio normalized and leveled and all that stuff. And then I take it from there. And once that's done, I create uh, the podcast artwork, the thumbnail and Canva. Very simple. Uh, the cool thing about Canva is that you can just uh, duplicate the last image you made and just paste in, copy and paste in the new image and upload the text. So it's not even... It's extremely simple to create podcast artwork in Canva. Uh, And then I create the audiogram. I take the audiogram that Phil edited. I move it over to uh, headliner.app. There's also another one called Wave. I'm sure there's a lot. I think there are some actual podcast hosts that help you create audiograms uh, within within the host. But Headliner, for me, was just the easiest. It's the one I found first, and, and I like it. Then I write the show notes. So another process within a process that can save you time is I have a template show notes template that I keep in a link to in Trello. Okay. On, on, in one, uh, in one column, I keep a link to the show notes template in Trello. That way, when I'm working on specific podcasts, I can just click that link and it'll take me directly to a Google doc with the show notes template. And then now all I have to do is fill in, fill in the details. What are the description that the client gives me? The title that the client gives me, 
the you know links to certain things they talk about in the show that they want to make sure that they have links to the their website and all of this is just it's, it's so simple when you have these templates and these processes uh, laid out like this next i'll upload the audio to podbean and the show notes to podbean uh you can use any host insert any host here simple cast lips in whatever it doesn't matter the host doesn't matter that much it's just that for me podbean is the easiest and it's the easiest to to uh, help my clients with because I'm just, you know, it's just something I'm comfortable with. It seems easy to me. It's intuitive to me. And then I also upload there uh, the audio and the, if there's a video, I upload the video and the show notes to Squarespace. Most of my clients use Squarespace. It's an easy website builder. Uh, also, again, so simple, so easy to use. And then I also upload a widget of the 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 audio from Podbean to Squarespace. So when people go to their website, they can listen to the podcast directly from the website without making it hard. And they don't have to download it. They can just listen to it. So yes. So that's, that's what I do. But again, I personally use a WordPress site. Same, same difference. I take the show notes from this show to my WordPress site instead of Squarespace. Any website is fine. And I share my links, share the links and the cover art with the client. And they're, they're always happy. You know, <laughs> when I have a process like this, they're always happy because what it, what it used to be is, you know, I would get a client say, hey, where's my links at? How long how long before you think you'll be done? Where, where is this going to you know, how long is this going to take? When can I post it? When can I share with, with my people? That's what a lot of people would. That's what my the first clients I had. This is what it would always look like. You know, where are the links at until I created a process and now my clients look like this. They're not all white, you know, but th this is what my clients look like. They're happy. Final thoughts. Work on your business, not in it. That was the first quote, but that is just one thing I want you to take away. And I think you should definitely read the book. If you have not read the E-Myth Revisited, uh, read. You have to read. Read the book. It's a great book. And that's, that's my thought, man. Like, that's the, that's the one thing you have to learn is that you have to also... Like, yes, you're if you want to be the most if you want to be as creative of as humanly possible for yourself, then you also have to create these processes around you to make that possible, because otherwise you're going to be spending a lot of your brain energy and your time and your emotion recreating the will each time versus creating a process that you could just check off and get help with and have an editor or have a marketing company or have a, a social media person handle all your or a VA or whatever, handle all the step-by-step -step stuff that you do every week. And then you can be, you can be creative. You know, if this, if the process is easy, if the process is simple, if the process is documented, then now you can allow yourself to be creative and do something, you know, create a very unique podcast that will stand out. You know, you have more time to do research. You have more time to do prep work. You have more time to get better interviews you have more time to come up with unique topics and and respond to current events so that's my final thoughts and hopefully this episode didn't go too long i appreciate you guys for watching as always i hope you go out and create a process i hope you go and check out the book again the link is in the show notes uh, or the link is in the description depending on if you're watching on youtube or not thank you i am raz i am the host of pod on the go if you want to start a podcast go check out podonthego.com and find a studio near you and you can find a producer or a studio that help you level up your show. So thank you guys for watching. We'll talk to you next week.
Peace.